הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש עם אשר בארץ אמר זבחה לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן לא ראה מכוחו חמר רבנו נחן פגי בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל יצחן אמן בעזרת השם תראה בגלל נדים מולטיפל לסנס סטורים ותורה 278 רש ע"ח בעזרת השם רבנו תרזס דנו שעל חליף טוב יכולים לראות כל הכלים של בית המקדש Know that upon a good slaughter knife, on a good knife for Shechita, you're able to see all the vessels of the Bet HaMikdash. However they appear to be, whatever face they have, whatever these vessels look like. This is what is written, When Yitzchak told Esav his son that Esav should inspect the knife and slaughter the game properly, Meaning when Yitzchak was telling Esav, bring me um, a meal so that I could bless you with, Yitzchak knew that Esav was going to go grab an animal, etc. Because that's what he was asking. So he told Esav, be very careful and inspect the knife properly before you kill the animal and before you slaughter the animal. What did, what did um, Yitzchak tell Esav? Take your utensils, your vessels. רמז על כלים של בית המקדש, this is hinting to the vessels of the בית המקדש, שהם נראים על הסכין היפה כאן, which are appearing upon the beautiful knife, um, which is used for slaughter. וכן איתה במדרש, and this is brought in the מדרש, בראשית, שכליך רמז על כלים של בית המקדש, that your vessels, when it says, סנא כליך, take your vessels, your utensils, that כליך, is hinting to what? The Kelim of the Beit HaMikdash, the vessel of the, of the Temple. Kemo Shamu Sham, as it's brought over there, Kelecha Ze Bavel. Kelecha utensils, this is reference to Bavel, Babylon. Shenemar, as it says, Ve'et HaKelim Hevi Bet Otzar Elohav. As it's brought down in Daniel chapter 1 verse 2, that he deposited the vessels in the treasury of his God. Nimtza, we find Shekelecha, that these vessels, Meramez HaKelim, or these utensils that we brought down from um, whenever Yitzchak tells Esav to go, gather his utensils, is hinting to what the Kelim of the Bet HaMikdash, as we see in the verse in Daniel. The Kelim over there. Okay. Bekano et Kinati, as brought down in Bamidbar, um, chapter 25, Bekano et Kinati, when he took vengeance for my vengeance, for my um, jealousy, or exacting my vengeance, Bekhinat et Tzadik, she'enu mekene shum Tzadik, this is the aspect of the Tzadik, who is not jealous of any other tzaddik. Not in this world and not in the next. But only of God himself. Um, how those two inyanim are connected, I don't know. But may Hashem open up the gates of understanding for us. Torah Resh Ayin Tet 279 There are people who give a Torah and a lesson from the bottom up. And the Torah, the lesson that this person is giving, at the bottom is very wide. That at the bottom, they broaden and expand in this concept greatly. But above, it's very short. Above, it's very short. And it gets narrower the higher it goes. Until you go all the way to the very top and it's very, very narrow. Because at the top, nothing remains of this lesson. Only very little. 
Because it's certain that over there, at the top, 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 even though there remains nothing less in, there's still some holy spark over there. But there is the opposite that exists as well. That they give a Torah from the top down. And there at the top, it is very, very wide. And the lower it goes, it gets more, um, it gets um, even narrower, and it descends, as it descends. Until at the bottom is very narrow. Um, and it's only very, very little at the bottom. But at the top, it is very wide. The same is true with regard to an awakening from down below. It needs to be that at the bottom it is very short. It is very narrow. As it brought down in Teilim. Chapter 66. And my mouth spoke in distress, in pain. This is the aspect of the shofar. That the wide part of the shofar is at the top of the shofar, and the narrow part of the shofar is at the bottom, next to the mouth. Whenever you blow through the shofar, the part where you blow from is very narrow. This is the aspect of what is brought down in Tehillim. The same verse is hinting to this concept of the Shofar. That my mouth spoke in distress. Meaning that the side of pain and distress is and, and narrowness is towards me. It's a P next to my mouth. In the aspect of what we mentioned in the Shofar. And the same we find with regard to David Melech with all his prayers. That he recited the beginning of the prayer from Metzah, from pain, from, from the straits, and from pressure. That he had a very great pain. For example, whenever the, the troubles of Avshalom, his son, came upon him, or the, the Tzarat of Naval, the pain of Naval came upon him, etc., etc. And then after these pains, he went into prayer um, within the mindset, or within the aspect of Ruach HaKodesh, Divine Spirit. So we see that David always started the tefillah within the narrow part, and then ended it in a wide place. So the narrow part is wide. Then, Sorry, the, the, big, the bottom is narrow, and the top is wide. Torah Respe. Dano. That when a person is compelled to seek a ruling before judges um, in a court of law, this is a punishment for this person. And this is the revenge in which the Torah is actually taking vengeance upon him. Because the truth is, all the business dealings a person does is actual Torah. For, because for example one who exchanges a cow for a donkey who Torah is also Torah all the more so when, um, when a person does the act himself it is certainly a Torah just like we say in the name of the Bashem Tov may his memory be a blessing um 
as we as we say in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, that this aspect of business is Torah. Therefore, um, when a person is engaged in business, he needs to bind his thoughts only into the Torah and into the laws that are embodied over there. Umishok, meaning that embodied in the business in which he's dealing with, meaning that the halachot and all the Torah that has to do with, for example, cooking. Let's say you're a chef, that you know how to do whenever you're doing business, being a chef and cooking, etc., that you know all the laws and the Torah that is over there and that your mind should be with regard to the Torah that has to do with cooking. One who severs and cuts the business from the Torah, the business that you're engaged in from the Torah, he falls into the business within itself. And he doesn't bind his thought to the Torah that is enclosed over there. Then his punishment is what? Afterwards, he is compelled to seek a ruling in court of Torah law. And what does this person need to do now Now that he has to go to court in front of Bedin? He needs to return and to bring all those things, all those thoughts, all those dealings that he had at the time of business from the beginning to the end. He needs to bring all those things that we just mentioned to the Torah. He needs to tell and speak about everything before these judges. Then and they will judge from this, um, everything that this person tells them, from everything that this person tells them, they will judge from this, a din Torah, a law of Torah. And they'll create a psaq halacha. Um, a point of law they'll create from this. Nintza, we find, we see that because this person didn't bring the Torah within his business, now the business and all the things that he engaged with within Masamatan have to be returned back to the Torah. This is his, his revenge. Meaning this is the Torah's vengeance upon this person. Because the Torah is taking vengeance upon this person because he uprooted and severed the judgments that are enclosed within that business that he's engaged in. And he severed that, um, those, that Torah within the business and he severed it um, those laws of Torah and he severed it from the Torah meaning he separated his Masamatan from Torah he fell into the business within itself as if there was no Torah um, within the business therefore his punishment is what? that he needs to come before a court of law of Torah and he to bring all those things of business and make from them a Torah. And then they will show this person that all the business is Torah. Because now from everything that he engaged with within his business, it has all become a law of Torah, as we said above. Because it is certain that this person needs to bring all these things, even all his thoughts, before the judges. Because if some sort of word or speech or thought is missing, he will have damaged that law of Torah that they have given. And this person specific needs to bring everything that which passed and which he went through during the time of business before the judges. They will create from this 
Therefore, we see that all the business has turned into a Torah. And they will show him, this person, that um, the thing in which, he's, in which he thought at the beginning is not true, meaning that he thought that the Masamatan was separate from Torah, that there wasn't in his business Torah, but they will show him the exact opposite. Can you not see with your own eyes? They will tell him exactly this: that can't you see that all the the matters of business are all exact, are all Torah? Because now this person will see that um, from everything that he has done previously during business, he will see that everything has been made a din Torah, a law of Torah. As we said above, and everything is dependent upon how much you blemished with regard to this. Because there's a person whose only punishment is only to seek a ruling. But his ruling is in his favor. It's only that they show him that he blemished with regard to what we mentioned above, that he did. He believed that there, that there wasn't Torah within his business. So, maybe... The blemish was small. But there's a person who even blemished more than just uprooting the Torah from the business. So his punishment will be even greater. That he too will not be meritorious in his judgment. Meaning he won't come out a winner. He will lose the ruling. Because the truth is, Rabban was saying, pay attention to these words. When a person does business, the only part that should be engaged within the business is the outer element of your intellect, of your mind. But the inner parts of your mind, you need to bind your Torah. The outer part of the mind, subconsciously, you just engage. But the inner part of the mind has to be engaged with the deep thought of how the Torah is within the business that you're engaged in. So the inner parts of the of the thought need to be engaged with regard to that. The outer parts of the thought can be engaged with the business. Rabbeinu says we also need faith with regard to business when we engage in business. business. Meaning that we do business with faith. And that our words should be true words. As brother Nagma Shabbat um, uh, page 31, that one of the first questions they ask a person once he leaves this world, the first question they ask is what? Did you engage in business with faith? Why do they ask, why do they ask that? Why does God ask the first question when a person leaves this world, that question with regard to business? Because what is business? Which literally means to raise and to give. <clears throat> the aspect of giving and training, giving and taking, etc. It's the aspect of taking and raising an issue and restoring that issue back to its place, restoring that thing, that whatever it is, back to its original place. Because there are fallen elements of holiness. Meaning sparks of Ketusha that have fallen into the realms of the the evil forces. Rabbeinu says that through business, as brought down in the writing of the, the Kabbalah, that through business a person is able 
to elevate and exalt all those sparks and return them back to their place in holiness. And you bring them back to their place. This is the aspect of Masao Matan. You're raising and you're giving, meaning you're raising those sparks and giving them back to the place in which it came from. Rabbeinu says the essential purification of all those sparks and the way to separate those sparks from the evil forces is through what? Emunah. In general, how do you separate sparks? Whatever it is, whether it's regard to sparks that are in business, etc., or sparks in this issue or that issue, is through faith. Because it is the way of faith. It's, the, it's faith's custom or it's faith's manner to dwell constantly by those fallen pieces of holiness. Faith is always dwelling by those pieces of Tushat that have fallen. This is Yerushalayim. I placed her among the other nations. Surrounding her are the other lands. Meaning what? Yerushalayim ikiryan emana. As brought down Yerushalayim, as brought down Yeshaya, chapter 1, verse 21. The Yerushalayim is the faithful city. Yerushalayim is faith, it's emuna. Bechinot emuna, as we just said. And where is it placed? Among the goyim. It's surrounded by, it's dwelling among the goyim and surrounding her all the other lands. Because emuna is constantly surrounded by the evil forces. Meaning emuna dwells by those sparks of holiness. Which are surrounded by the, the those realms of evil. Therefore, those sparks that have fallen down are constantly attached, and they constantly attach themselves round about faith. Faith is able to elevate those sparks from the realms of the evil forces. This is why a person needs to do business with faith. Because it's through faith. Because faith is the vehicle which elevates all those fallen sparks. And this is the essential aspect of business. To elevate those sparks. And this is the internal elements of the three sphirot of Chabad of the world of Asiya, the lowest world. The fourth and lowest world, the fifth and lowest world, is Asiya, is the world of action, the world that we are living in. So Rabban was saying the Pniyut Chabad of Asiya, the internal elements of Chabad, Chokhmah Bina Da'at of this world of Asiya, the internal elements of these sphirot, because each sphira has an internal and external element. So the trait of Chokhmah Bina and Da'at each have an in, internal and external part. But it's the internal part, which is the higher part. It's the internal part, which ascends up to the world above it, which is the world of Yetzirah. Meaning what? The external then takes place of the internal, and the internal rises up to the next level. And then the Malchut, the, the kingship of Asiya, the lowest Sfira, the lowest trait of this world of Asiya, the lowest part, the lowest divine attribute of this world, which is always in the realm of the Klipot, is what? What, what will it do? It will, it will raise itself from the evil forces. Meaning whenever the internal parts of Chabad, of Asiya, ascend up to the world of Yetzirah, then the Malchut of that world of Asiya will also ascend out of the realms of the evil forces. As it's brought down in Priyat Chaim, Sharat and so Rabban was saying the, the depth behind here, meaning what? 
When you bind, what is pnimiut chabad? What's chabad? Chokhmah binadad. It's your machshavah. It's your thought. When you bind your pnimiut machshava into your business within the world of asiyah, meaning whenever you put the inner internal elements of your thought, um, that the internal elements of your thought are engaged in Torah while you're doing business, then you're able to raise the machut from the klipa. This, this is what Rabban was saying. The sod. But the practical element as to how to do this, Rabban was teaching us. This is why. This is so awesome to see the depth of the Kabbalah being brought down into the simple action that Rabban was trying to tell us to do, which is what binding our internal thoughts, um, um, bind our internal thoughts to Torah that we engage within that we we bind the Torah to the business, meaning that the the external parts of our mind are engaged within the business, but the internal parts of our mind are bound to the Torah so that when we're in, engaging in this business with our physical hands, etc., 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 that we have the internal elements of our mind engaged in Torah. And now we combine the Torah and the business together. Yitzirah, Yibichinat Vav. Rabbeinu tells us that the world of Yitzirah represents the letter Vav. We know that Yudke Vavke, that there's the, names of, the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, the main name of Hashem. The Yud represents the world of Atzilut, the He represents the world of Beriah. The Vav represents the world of Yetzirah. And the He represents the world of Asiyah. The last He is the lowest world. So the Yetzirah represents a lot of Vav. And what is the Vav? The Vav represents the Torah. that is brought down in Zohar Kadosh. Zohar Kadosh. And as we also know, Rabbeinu brings this down many times. That the Torah, whenever Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu brought down the Luchot, as it brought down in the Gemara, that the Luchot had a length of six and a width of six. And Vav is the numerical value of six. So we see the Torah is six. And therefore, by binding the internal elements of your thoughts at the time when you're doing business, when you bind the internal elements of your thoughts to the Torah while you're engaged in this business, as we said, this is the internal mentalities of the world of Asiya. This is what it means in the spiritual realm. Meaning that physical act of binding your internal thoughts during business to Torah is... Literally, the same thing as the internal um, um, aspects of the mentalities of the world of Asiya, which we just said is the primut chabad of Asiya. Meaning what? What's Asiya? Means action. Literally, when you're when you're engaging business, meaning that the internal elements of the mind, while you're engaged in business, which is the aspect of action, meaning that you. Send it up to the world of Yetzirah. Then Torah kanan. What is Yetzirah? It's Vav, which we said is the Torah, meaning binding your thought um, during the time of action um, to the world of Yetzirah, which is the world of um, the Torah. And what happens when you do that? When you bind your inner thoughts to the Torah while you're doing business? What happens? The Malchut of Asiya, the lowest realm of the world of Asiya, the kingship of Asiya. Which is the aspect of faith within the business, because we know that faith is the aspect of malchut. What happens? It ascends out of the evil forces because it purifies all those sparks and separates all those holy sparks that have been under the realms of the klipot up until now. And it's able to ascend all these sparks and bring up all these sparks, elevate all these sparks from the evil forces. And through the fact that we ascend all the, we elevate this Chabad of the world of Asiya to the world of Yetzirah. Through this, now there's a place for Malchut of the world of Asiya, Malchut of the lowest world, to 
ascend out of the realms of the evil forces. And Rabbeinu says the second element, not only is Malchut able to be elevated out of the world of Asiya, sorry, that meaning that the world of Malchut is able to ascend up to the world of Asiya, because up until then it's been in the realm of the evil forces. Rabbeinu was saying that also when you ascend, um, when you, meaning when you put your thoughts, the inner aspect of your thoughts, um, into the Torah while you're doing business, which is spiritually speaking, the aspect of Chabad of the world, um, the world of Asiya becoming ascending up to the world of Yitzira, which means what to bind your thought to Torah. Through this emuna now receives strength to be able to separate all these sparks of holiness from the evil forces and to be able to ascend out of this place. Because without the strength. Without the strength that the emunah receives from doing that action of binding your thought, your inner thoughts towards Torah, doing business, through this, if a person didn't do this, it would be possible that the evil forces would be able to grab onto emunah itself. But through binding the inner elements of your thought to Torah, you give strength to emunah for it to ascend and to elevate all those sparks. By then, I said, then a war is created. Because a person needs to engage with war. There needs to be a war that happens in order to elevate those sparks from that place, meaning a war between holiness and evil occurs. This is an explanation. When you go out to war, as it brought down Varim chapter 21, what does it mean when you go out? This is the aspect of business. What is, why does business have to do with going out? The proof of this is where? Happy is Zevulun and you're going out. Why? Because Zevulun was the one who used to go out to do business and provide for Yisachar who was sitting and starting doing Torah. So we see that happy is Zevulun in your going out. What is going out representing? Meaning happy is Zevulun when you're going doing business. Because business dealings is called in the aspect of tzetcha, you're going out. Because even though zevulun and yisachar are equal, because zevulun was providing for yisachar, and it says about zevulun, happy are you zevulun. Nonetheless, it is still called tzetcha and you're going out. And Yisachar in your tent. Because Rabban was saying, nonetheless, the service of doing Torah, Avodat Hashem, is even more primut. It is more internal. It is above, it is greater than the act of business. Than the service of going out to engage in business. Even though business is nonetheless a very great service of Hashem, he must speak because it, it provides for the, the Talmudic scholar. And, even, and we say about Zebulun, happy are you, Zebulun. Nonetheless, it's still called Tzetecha going out. Vis a vis the work of the Torah, the service of the Torah, which is called 
Yisachar in your tent, meaning Yisachar is within the tent, and business is Tzedcha going out. Because nonetheless, the Torah, the work of the, the service of the Torah, of engaging in the Torah is greater than the engaging of business. And the same is true of every single level and spiritual rung that correspond to the rung um, that the lower level in vis-a-vis uh, -vis the upper level is always called tzedcha. Meaning, let's say you have level 1 and level 2 that um, the level 2 which is above level 1 will be called the Ohalecha, the level 1 will be called Setcha, but level 2, to, with regard to level 3, level 2 is going to be called Setcha, because level 3 is higher. So Rabban was saying that the lower level, in comparison to the level up above it, will be considered the Setcha, the going out, in comparison to the level above. Which the level above would be called Ohalecha, your tent. Because as we just explained, the engaging within the tent, which is the Torah, is higher than the engaging of business. Even though, Rabbi was saying, the engaging of business is very, very great. And even one who serves Hashem with dvekut, attachment, nonetheless, corresponding or in comparison to the level above that level, which we just said, even though on level 5 you're in attachment, nonetheless, because there's a level 6, level 5 in comparison to level 6 will be called setcha. Will be called you're going out because it's lower than level 6. And this is what it's saying, when you go out, meaning when you go do business. And this is what it says in the verse, when you go out to do to go out to, to war against your enemies. Because Rabban was saying that at the time of business, when you go out to go engage and go earn a panasa. This is the time of war with your enemies. As we said above, because the person needs to separate and to elevate all those sparks from within the world of the evil forces, which is where business is taking place. And this is what it says, And Hashem, your God, will give him in your hand. Meaning, Hashem, your God will hand your enemy over in your hand. What is the hand? It's the aspect of faith. His hands were faith. The hands represent faith. Because what is Rabban saying? That in order to go out to war and to engage in war with the enemies, a person needs to have emunah during business. Because it's through emunah that you're able to elevate all those sparks, as we said above. And this is why it finishes off in the verse, And you'll take them captive. What is this? This is the Torah. As brought down in Tehilim chapter 68, you ascended up above, and you took a captive. As we can as we said above. And what is the captive? It's the Torah. That Moshe went up for 40 days on Hasinai and received the Torah. This is the captive, meaning that you're supposed to bring the Torah within the business. And that emunah, when you engage in business by bringing the Torah, the inner, the, the inner thoughts of, of your mind during business are engaged in Torah, this elevates the klipot and is able to elevate. Uh, sorry, is able to elevate the sparks from the klipot and able to elevate malchut from the realm of the klipot. Last Torah for today, Torah Resh Pe'alef. Afiru Adam Pashut, even a simple man, if a person will 
to sit upon the book and to gaze at the letters of the Torah, to truly pay attention to the letters of the Torah. He would would be able to see awesome and new insights. Meaning just by looking very well at the letters of the Torah, the letters itself will begin to illuminate and to come together as it's brought down in the aspect in the Gemara Yomah, chapter, uh, page 73b, that the letters stood out and came together. That when a person looks at the Torah and truly looks and pays attention to the letters of the Torah, the letters will begin to illuminate and come out and stand out. And then this person will be able to see awesome combinations and new insights. And he'll be able to see within this book that he's looking at even that which the author did not intend at all. He'll be able to see novelties that even the author didn't intend. And this is possible even to a simple man, Rabbi Because a great person can see this without even trying or toiling. Even the simple person, uh, the completely simple person, a person who's completely simple and postic, he's able to attain and to see these new insights. As we said above, only if he looks and he pays attention and sits upon the letters, truly paying attention to those letters of the Torah. Ah, nevertheless, a person should not put this to the test. Because it will be possible that when you put this to the test, that at that moment, you won't see anything at all. But yeah, nonetheless, Rabbi was saying that even a simple person can attain this. Just don't put this to the test. Don't try to test this out. But you will see that this will work um, over time as long as you are truly met and you truly engage in the Torah and you pay attention to the to the letters and the words that are written. Maybe have the merit, maybe have the merit to engage in business because as we see in awesome Torah, how awesome that lesson is. Truly, how we're able to do all these rectifications with all the upper worlds and to truly bring the malchut out of the exile, <laughs> literally just through engaging in business with faith. Maybe have the merit to do so and to apply all the lessons that Rabbeinu um, shares with us. And may we share it with others, God willing.